truth. You can't handle the truth. Talk the talk. Do you walk the walk? Active FM, I'm back with uh, my friend Rwando. I'm getting the name right, apparently. The pronunciation <laughs> is there. So I'm getting good at this thing. Sound like you know closer. I'm starting slowly, <laughs> but surely. Ganyani, ganyani, they say. Okay. So a funny thing happened the other day. Um, a young man in our congregation, he must have been about five years old, he, he said, can he please open the prayer on... Sunday morning in front of the church <laughs> so I asked the Sunday teacher if, if she if he knows how to pray she said yes and it's my sister mm. so he gets up in front of the church and he says this he says our father who art eleven <laughs> okay Harold be your name diamonds will come and diamonds <laughs> will go <laughs> and he messed the whole our father prayer up <laughs> properly but he got a, a standing ovation people were so excited that he had the guts <laughs> to get up and pray so sometimes when we speak, we, we try and be too eloquent with our words. Yeah. And sometimes those eloquent words mean nothing. Yeah. It's the mm. words that are coming from your heart. True. And I was I was thinking, Almighty God honored that prayer, even though he, he messed up the the demons <laughs> 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 Yeah. Harold be thy name. Yeah. So yeah. And um I just came back from a funeral, that's why we're doing our show a bit later. And um I was just looking at the the date of birth and the death, the, the date. So mm. I think the lady was 72. Mm. And it says she was born in 1940, whatever. And then there's a little line in between your, it's called a dash. Mm. It says, gives you the date you were born and the date you die. And it's got a dash. And I was thinking that dash is our whole life. Mm. Her whole life is written on a gravestone. Mm. Here lies so-and-so. And then she had a, she'll obviously have a Bible verse there. Yeah. And people were getting up and talking about her. And what amazed me was there were two people that got up that no one knew mm. and that she'd helped. One guy from Congo and one guy from Mozambique. And they gave, stood up there and spoke about the, the mother that they never had, mm. that she became the mother. And this lady, uh, her name's Val Saunders, very well known in the South. She was a mother to so many people. And sometimes I've done many funerals in my life. The one funeral, one day I walked off the pulpit, I went to the coffin, I said, I'm going to open you and see if it's the same guy you're speaking about because what you're talking about is not him. Mm. <laughs> they were talking, what a nice guy he was, and he wasn't. Mm. He was a ruffian, and only later on, sort of, he, he was saved by amazing grace because it was a very short time before mm. he died. So many times at funerals, uh, I see this thing. They get up and they tell these fantastic stories about this person. Yeah. Meantime, it's lies. Mm. Uh, with this lady, it was, it's the opposite. There were stories that we never knew about. Mm. There were people that, that she helped that we, no one knew about. Mm. And that is amazing. Because so many times, and I've seen it on Facebook, somebody's helping the poor, but they're walking around with a camera showing everybody, listen, check what I'm doing here. Mm. You know, and... and, and I started thinking to myself, I wonder when I die, what, what are people going to say there? Yeah. And and uh, do, does someone have to get up there and lie about me? 
Does my wife have to say, yo, you're such a nice guy. <laughs> but when, when we're alone at home, I'm beating or doing something <laughs> yeah. wrong. And I was thinking, I wonder how many people out there realize how quick and short life is. Mm. Bible says life is but a vapor. It's like that steam that comes out of the kettle. After a while, it's just gone. Mm. And and the older I get, the, the more I'm realizing life is so short. Yeah. And we think, and young people think, I've got my whole life. Yeah. I can give my life to Jesus later on. I'm going to just jaw and do my thing. And we forget that tomorrow's not promised. Mm. I've buried many young people. One day, uh, uh, what comes to mind is a uh, guy phones me, says, Pastor Kenneth, please, I need your help. I said, what's wrong? He said, no, my brother's baby died and the pastor is refusing to do the funeral. Mm. So I thought, no, man, that can't be. I get there, everybody's drunk, okay? So now the pastor walks in, he's like, he sees all these people. He's like, I'm not doing this funeral, you're all drunk. Mm. I walk into the kitchen and all the there's a little baby must be a few days old that had passed away laying on the kitchen table and all the kids are pulling on it and the, I mean it, it's, it's like this I walked in I thought okay now I understand why the pastor wouldn't do the funeral they were so drunk that the dead babies laying on the table the little kids were playing they thought it was a doll and and I look at that that baby's life was, I think it was 10 days old life is not promised tomorrow is not promised to anybody and maybe somebody's listening to this, they're shocked. How can you say this on a radio show? But we need to get to the real, the reality of tomorrow might never come. Mm. People are saying, no, we can't wait for Jesus to return, that he raptures his church. And listen, worry about today. The Bible says tomorrow's got its own problems. Mm. Think of today. Encourage someone today. Help someone today. Yeah. Do something today. Don't say, yeah. And, and, and I've learned over the years, in ministry, people expect the pastor to be doing that stuff. Mm. They're like, oh, no, he's the pastor. He must. We, we called, we all called into the kingdom yeah. of God to love our neighbors. We called to help. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm thinking, the Bible says that when the gospel is preached throughout the world, mm. then Christ returns. Do you know how long it could take to preach the gospel throughout the world? A day. Mm. If every single Christian, there's 1.3 billion Christians, not million, billion Christians. Imagine if those 1.3 just spoke to two people. Mm. The world will be saved. The world would have known the gospel. But we wait. We, we, we think it's the church's responsibility. Mm. But you are the church. If you're going to a church and you have a pastor, you are the body of Christ. Mm. The pastor's job is to equip the saints to go and do the work of the kingdom yeah. of God. So, and, and I'm sitting at this funeral and there were maybe 200 people but more mm. and it was just gray hair. And all those people that were there, I think I was the youngest and I'm 55. There's, there's people there that are 80, 90. Their time is up now, 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 now. You know, and the words that the pastor was speaking, when you're young, I was watching a young lady sitting on her phone there. Mm. And she wasn't really listening. Uh, she was one of the helpers there. But I was thinking, does that young girl realize that, because you might look at those old people and say, Ugh, they're old. Life just goes. Before you look again, mm. you're looking back, you're saying, wow, I wasted my life. Mm. I should have, I could have, I would have. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, 
what impressions did she leave in people's lives? Mm. And I just look at those. There were many people that spoke, but just those two. She was a white lady, mm. and there were two black gentlemen spoke. Yeah. The one is a pastor. Yeah. Amazing guy. And he said, this lady changed my life. And I'm thinking, what am, what am I doing with my life? Am I changing people's lives? Yeah. When I leave a room, do, what do I leave behind there? When I walk out there, do young people say, oh, that God thinks so much of himself? Mm. Or they, do, I, do I walk out the room and one of those young people say, wow, I could speak to that guy. If I've yeah. got a problem, I can talk to him. Yeah. If I'm battling with a sexual thoughts, or this, I could speak to him. Mm-hmm. What are you leaving? You, the Bible, you, you leave a legacy. Okay, The Bible says mm. you, that you leave a heritage. But that starts from a young age. Yeah. What are you leaving with your friends? When you're in the group of friends, what are you leaving them with? Are, the, are you just funny? Yeah. Or you, you, maybe you're perverse or you, you're the one that shows all the naked pictures. What are you in your group yeah. of friends? And um, when I was younger, I really tried to serve the Lord. But also allowed friends to come into my life that weren't very good. Mm. So I followed that path. You know, the mm. Bible says you, you follow the things you hang with. That's yeah. what you become. Yeah. So um, maybe you got a thought on that as well. Yeah, yo, that's that's sad. <laughs> the, the, the story that you mentioned where people were drunk and, uh, yeah. and the baby was in the kitchen. Crazy. Uh, that's that that's very sad. So um, when I think about a, a human being, um, I feel like I had the thought that you know we you find that we're all connected. When when I say that is that. In in a, in a in a way you connected with someone that doesn't know you that's in America. So let me <laughs> let me try to explain it. Yeah. Is that you know someone who knows someone that you don't know. So but if you you carry on with that pattern, you can You'll actually find the, you the, will find yeah. that we all somehow connected. Absolutely. So, yeah. So from the poorest to the richest person. But somehow we, we we actually connected, and I think so. When you when you think of a a, um, a human being, I would say I normally say a, a man is whole. So what does that mean? That means it's also the seed that's within you, and it's it's not just the seed in you, but it's who you are. You know, it's it's like human race define you as individual. So now when you when you think about your 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 future from here, you know, where do you go? You know what I'm saying? To what extent do you extend into the future? Yeah. And and it's as if um until the end because look at um look at, at our culture uh, our cultures traditions our our beliefs in uh rural areas. You know, uh, you also see it in the Bible. It's like same values that are not in conflict. So w- what you have is that a, a man that uh, uh, that has a wife, and what happens is that the aim is that that man must have a son. The reason why that man must have a son is so that the son carries 
the family line into the future and you, you look at abraham he had because because if you if you look at our time how how much we we so uh, obsessed with materials and all that you know what i'm saying but to abraham he had all these materials but the biggest concern was that i don't have yeah, a so, son yeah. because he was aiming to the future yeah you know he was looking at the future to say no Will, will my family line be still there in 500 years to come? You know, and yeah. I think that's just one uh, 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 way to, to, to have a, a, a vision. You know, one thing that will make you accountable in terms of how you live your life. Because if, 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 you, if, you, if you look at uh, how Abraham was so, so focused in terms of uh, that... The, uh, that goal obvious the the promise of god was aligned with what he wanted the son that he desired yeah. you know but god obvious was gonna do it in a bigger way because even today we're still connected to that yeah you know so what i love is that he was so careful because he knew that if my son who has to carry this family line it's gonna be his responsibility yeah. the responsibility shifts from me as a father to my son because i won't be there but guess what my son has to act i gotta fix myself right now at this moment because if i don't live right then my son will live the way you follow that way <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know so the family line what happens to the family line then it dies you know, then you don't have the, the, the Jacobs, you don't have the Joseph, the, 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 the prince in, 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 in Egypt. Mm. So the guy will save the whole world because the famine hit the whole world. You don't have the Moses, I can carry mm. it on. You don't have the Davids and all that. So Abraham knew that, you know what, to a point, Abraham was like, this guy, which is his son, Isaac, can't just have any wife. Yeah, he's gonna have it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you think about it, Jacob owned as far as his eyes could see. Yeah. Okay. So Abraham looked, and he, as far as he could see, that was his. Mm. Wherever he walked, the Lord said, "Okay, that's yours." Yeah. Yet he never had what he what he needed. Yeah. It was a child. Yeah. And I always say to people, you know, um, you see parents the way they treat their kids. Yeah. But then see how they treat their grandkids. Yeah. They treat them totally different. Mm. They love them more. They spoil them all yeah. because they realize their lineage. Yeah. They realize this is my future here. And just think about this. If you think about modern, uh, let's just take Rosettenville, for instance. Yeah. How many of those young people God was going to use in such a dynamic way or the parents thought, here's my son. This son's going to carry our family. Yeah. And then their life gets stolen through drugs, mm. alcohol, mm. all these things. Yeah. Because of friendships. Yeah. So I, I wonder if Abraham's son, who hung around with him, did Abraham make sure that he wasn't just hanging around with anybody? Mm, de you know? Definitely. I, 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 according to me, I believe that. He yes. Did. And, yeah. and parents, that's why sometimes the kids say, yeah, but my, my dad doesn't want me to hang with my buddies. Yeah. Because he sees, he's wise. Mm. He's been around. He can see this is destruction. Yeah. So many times young people come to me. In the, I had a young lady the other day come to the church. She's met a young man. They want to get married. But... They, the mother saying, but mm. you're coming to our church. Mm. You're staying with our family church. Mm. And he's saying, no, no, we need to go to this church. But And, and the mother saying, but hold on. We, our whole family comes to this church. Mm. Please stay here. It's caused such a riff in the family. Mm. 
because she's saying I want to go with my husband. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that because the husband, the, the wife, uh, in a modern day, the, the the wife follows the husband. Yeah. Now, if you go back to Adam and Eve, um, the Bible says that uh, Eve was made a help mate unto yeah. Adam. Okay. Yeah. And and a lot of people have taken that and turned it into like the woman must submit to a point yeah. where she's a slave at home. Mm. It's not what it means. Yeah. Um, Almighty God says a few times in the Bible, He says, "I am Israel's help mate." Mm. He calls Himself, I think, thirteen or fourteen times mm. in the Bible. He says, "I am Israel's help mate." Yeah. So when we in modern days, mm. a help mate, you think, "Oh, well, she's my mate at home. She must cook and clean and yeah. be." No, 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 no. That's a very powerful thing. And the man that receives his wife and says, you're my helpmate given by Almighty God yeah. to do the things I can't do. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. You're going to have a powerful marriage yeah. when you honor her and love her. Yeah. So what happens is in a modern day, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. You start commanding and demanding. She's got to be, I've, I've seen there's some cultures where the lady goes on her hands and knees and they bring food and makos, mm. you know, making. Yeah. It's ridiculous. The, the Bible doesn't say that she must bow down to yeah. her husband. So I think um, just going back to that, it's a husband and a wife coming together as yeah. equal parts, yeah. making a child. Okay. Then when the family comes together, that's why a lot of times you'll find that, that weddings that are arranged weddings or, or marriages, mm. they survive. Mm. Because the husband and the, the mother and the father come together and they yeah. find a girl for the the man for the son and mm. say this is and that family come together and they plan this yeah. thing. It works. Yeah. And because the family is involved there. Yeah. Now I'm not saying the mother in law must be there continually. Yeah. Because a mother in law can very quickly become a monster in law. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not good for families to stay together when mm. the, the Bible says the, the the young man and young woman came together, became one in the flesh yeah. and moved away. Mm. For a specific purpose, that there's not that family influence mm. in the family. Mm. Um, modern modern day times now, you know things are tough. People are moving back together. It's creating huge problems. Yeah. So the influences in people's lives. So that young man can be influenced and easily pulled away from the family if the wrong girl comes into his mm. life, or the wrong friends pull him and say, "Come on, man, we're going here. We're doing this." Yeah. And I see that. Parents that are strict on their children, sometimes the kids rebel. Mm. But if they do it in love, they don't. Mm. If they in love, they say, no, no, you're not going there. Mm. I, I, I've got a niece. One day she said, uh, she didn't tell me she went somewhere. I was horrified. And I was upset with her because the place that she went, she should never have gone there. Mm. But she wanted to see. And for herself, she had a friend that, oh, come on, come on. I, if, I would never have allowed it. So we need to understand that kids are inquisitive to the world mm. they're inquisitive about drugs is it really addictive mm -hmm. you know is alcohol so bad uh, they meet a young guy or a young girl mm. they, they want to try sex out of marriage oh, but we're going to use a condom they don't understand at that age they don't understand yeah. the consequences of it yeah uh, you know the smallest seed in the bible the bible says that um, a mustard seed is yeah. the smallest seed but the smallest seed that create creates the biggest problem is a seed of a sperm Mm. You can't see it. You've got to look under a microscope. Mm. If that seed is not given to the right place and to the right surroundings, that seed can become a yeah. massive issue. Yeah. I deal with parents that have got kids that are on drugs. You cannot believe what that child does to yeah. their family. Yeah. Why? Friends. They got influenced by wrong friends. Mm. 
sometimes that child is the influencer. So we always blame other kids, like, ah, oh, those yeah. kids pull. Sometimes he is the influence or she is the influencer. Yeah. So when people say no, when your mother and father say no, you're not going. Yeah. It's not to spoil your fun. Yeah. It's to protect you. They love yeah. you. They don't want to see you fall. Mm. And, and, and I'm thinking in, in biblical terms, there must have been those young men that were like that. Mm. Uh, or young girls that were trying to pull people out of their, their, their family's blessings. You know, if you look at the Bible, you'll see this generation served God. Yeah. And then the Bible says the next generation fell away okay. and mm. didn't worship the God of their fathers, mm. the forefathers. So it happens and it, it's, it's a slow thing. Yeah. Slowly but surely somebody comes in, pulls you away and says, come, hey, just try this mm. once, man. And I always say one puff, one drink is never mm. enough. With drugs, you hit it once, you're mm. done. Mm. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, um, <coughs> thank you, uh, PK. So uh, going back to that whole thing, because that's what you, you were emphasizing on, uh, uh, the whole thing about Abraham. He had a vision and his concern was about his family line. Yeah. And, but God comes in, obviously in a bigger scale, and God says throughout the, 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 the lifespan of earth, we're going to bless the whole earth through your lineage. So that's 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 what God does. In fact, I feel like <laughs> God prepared that even before, you know, uh, 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 Abraham. Abraham was just concerned about having a son. Yeah. Uh, my servant will <clears throat> inherit everything that I have. But he was not thinking that in 4,000 years, God will still be using my uh, 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 family line to minister to the whole world because oh, God said I will bless the whole world uh, every family all the, the, the seed, families yeah. yes yeah. so I, I love the way he, he, he was so focused and the way because he made many mistakes mm -hmm. but he never stopped pursuing the vision to a point that he had to make sure that his son has the right wife mm. and I, I love because one of the things that you, you you get is when rebecca comes to to isaac to abraham's place mm. when she comes it says she was taken to the tent of isaac's mom because sarah passed away and then it says she comforted him so she took that role of a mother yeah, so, so 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 what what you're seeing here it's 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 the same characteristics that you will see in sarah you see you see them in this young girl yeah. which means now abraham was like god you're amazing because this woman will actually fight for this vision yeah. this woman will like the word that you use help will actually help isaac to to pass on you know, to pass on the vision. Today, the, I think the biggest thing, uh, I don't know how many people knew about Abraham at that time, mm -hmm. but today we have an ancestor that we look back to, which is Abraham. Mm -hmm. And so the, what you were talking about, how is it going to look like for me? You know, will I still have descendants, you know, in the future, in 200 years to come, that when they look back, they can see, hey, Luanda was missing. Mm. <laughs> so you, you're right there because just think about this. The partner you choose mm. can either be a helpmate mm. or a terrible problem. It's true. Okay. So when you're looking for a wife or a husband, if they don't put God first, mm. they, that means they put in themselves first. Yeah. This lady that they buried today, 
They were talking about her lineage. Mm. Goes right back. There's some famous pastors and sure. preachers and that. Right back. Sure. But through the woman. All the women in their family married a man that became a pastor. Mm. So the lineage somehow, mm. the Lord just said, okay, this mm. family is meant for ministry. Mm. And each of us, God has got a plan, but it comes back to that one thing that we always talk about. Mm. Do, how do you value yourself? Mm. You see, if you're not valuing yourself, yeah. you're not going to value your partner. Yeah. If I know I'm a child of God and he's got a plan for me and a purpose for me, I'm going to think of things differently. Mm. It was Job that said, he said, I made a covenant with my eyes. You see, he said, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look at young women. Mm. That means he understood the value of his eyes yeah. and he understood what God wanted for him. Yeah. Now, when we as men, we start to look at women or I mean, it's something we do when we're young. At some point, you need to say, no, but hold on, I have a wife, mm. and that is my focus. Yeah. And, and if, if there's a temptation or something like that, I need to look at myself and say, okay, hold on, what are, am I here to do on earth? Mm. Am I here just to pre procreate and make babies with yeah. 10 different women? Or am I taking my wife as the one that God gave yeah. me? If you see your value, you'll start to see the value mm. of others. And then you'll start to say, but hold on, my eyes, what I see with my eyes is important mm. what i look at is important mm. i look on social media every day if i go on facebook and different things there's an opportunity every five minutes or even closer yeah to look at some half naked woman and if i really wanted to touch on the picture i'd probably see that you'd be naked mm. it's an option i have but i see my value i'm looking at that and i'm saying my value is i'm a man of god i've got a wife that i love and we have a purpose mm. those things are there to distract us mm. And this is what social media is doing. It's playing the part of a friend. Mm. Uh, you know, you, uh, you talk about outside influences or friends' influences. Social media is influencing people that they lose who they are. Mm. They're living in a, a lala land where they, they think they're something where they're actually not. Even the TV games, you, you, these Xbox games mm. and that, these young men and women are becoming something that they're not. Mm. They don't know their true value. Mm. So getting back to that one thing there, um, when, when you die one day and you're going to face the Lord, what is it that you can say to Almighty God mm. that's going to impress Him? Mm. There's nothing. Mm. The one thing is that the Lord Jesus is going to say, this one I know. Yeah. I know this one. Yeah. And that is the key. My life is around that thing of saying, one day when I face Almighty God, mm. what is He going to say to me? Yeah. It doesn't matter what they say at my funeral. It doesn't matter that 10 people stand up and say, what an amazing guy I was means nothing if i don't have it and i'm not doing it for the lord jesus i've done a waste of a life yeah. you know um we can do charity we can do we can give and say well i've gave my fortunes away to charity in the eyes of god it means nothing if you did it because you thought you could buy yourself mm. a way into heaven yeah it's nothing yeah so the people in your life that are influencing you what are they influencing you yeah. to do there can be a good influence or a bad influence yeah there can be a young woman that comes into yeah. a man's life and pulls him so close to God. Mm. That's powerful. Mm. Or it can be the opposite. Yeah. She draws him so far away into the flesh, into the lusts. Yeah. And and like I said, we, we made, we, I know we're made to be together and mm. sex is fun. I understand that. Mm. But if it just becomes the focus of your relationship, mm. you're done. Yeah. And that's why J, um, in Job it says there, I made a covenant not to mm. look. Because he knew those eyes were given to me by Almighty God. And it's tough in our day and age too. Because he didn't have any social media. 
He could he didn't switch on the TV and every advert was half naked person. Mm. He didn't have to deal with that. It's becoming more and more that people are influenced by social media and not not so much good influences. There's more bad influence than good. Mm. Um, I downloaded TikTok the other day. Halfway through, I just deleted it. I was like, no, man, you know, I can't do this. <laughs> and uh. it's, like, it's like scrolling through a living magazine, looking at people's lives, what they want you to see. I, I look at all these influences. Mm. I know some of them. They, when you see their social media stuff, wow, but that's not their life. I can promise you that's not what they live in. It's a fake world. It's fake. It's not Facebook, fake book. You know, Twitter's for twits. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> but who's influencing your life? Have you got a decent influencer in your life? Yeah. Have you got a, a godly man or woman that is guiding you, pulling you closer to the better relationship with the Lord? Mm. You know, what are your friends? Who are they? Do they even know that you serve the Lord Jesus Christ? Mm. It's important to hang with people that believe what you believe and to, to pull away from the things of the world. Mm. It's important. Active FM. Radio has never been better.